This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome back. This is the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? Thanks for joining us. Again, I'm Ed Hawkins, pro picker. We've got a terrific Tuesday for you and a rather interesting Wednesday as well. We've got three games to get through, three one-day internationals. So those are three 50-over matches. And to help us find the best picks for those games, uh, none other than John Wright. He used to be an odds maker himself. So he used to be the enemy, but he's on our side now. Welcome back, John. How are you doing? Not too bad, Ed. Thank you. Good, good stuff. I hope you're ready for these ones. Uh, I think we'll start with Ireland versus New Zealand, which is on Tuesday. It's an ODI from Malahide. But do stay tuned for England versus India, an absolute blockbuster of an ODI game from Lords, also on Tuesday. Then we're nipping over to the Caribbean on Wednesday. We've got West Indies versus Bangladesh, also in an ODI. Uh, three very interesting games, but we'll start with that Ireland versus New Zealand one, John. Uh, we're expecting Ireland to be about plus 275, New Zealand minus 400 on the Bet Rivers money line. We're one game in already. What happened in that first game? It looked like an absolute belter. Well, it was. It was amazing, really. I mean, West in, uh, sorry, New Zealand got over the line. Amazing. Um, they scored 100 runs in the last 10 overs, and they scored 20 runs off the last over to win the game. I mean, Michael Bracewell scored 127, scored a ridiculous amount of sixes at the back end. And I think that's actually a record for ODI cricket, actually, scoring, I think it's got 101 of the last 10 overs. I mean, Ireland would have been very short going into that last over. But um, yeah, Michael uh, Bracewell hit 127. I think he hit seven sixes, pretty small ground, Malahide. Pretty hard to defend. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think Ireland will probably be a bit deflated after that because they were expected to go 1 0 up. But um, yeah, so, so New Zealand are winning 1 0 going to the second one, which starts on Tuesday. Yeah, it's tricky for Ireland. I think looking at the scorecard, how they got on, they were obviously well in charge of that game. Uh, they got a good uh, score first up, busted more than 300, which is difficult for an associate side to do. And then, as you said, I think they had they were defending about 80-odd off the last seven overs and didn't get over the line. I mean, we're obviously always looking for big value on this show. Ireland plus 275. Do you think their chance has gone now? Possibly. They haven't got a particularly good record at Malahide, actually. You know, I think their last 10 matches at Malahide, I think they've only won one. They beat South Africa last year by 43 runs. So, yeah, I mean, on paper... And New Zealand don't look a particularly strong side looking at their batting. He could pick holes in it now that Williams is not there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they could be a bit, a little bit deflated, Ireland. I mean, they would have been massive odds on going into that last over. Um, probably the, the betting's 
probably around about right head plus two seven five. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be playing myself. Um, probably look at some maybe a top batsman to play in the game. But um, yeah, but it'd be interesting to see because as I say, New Zealand definitely got away with one there. It'd be interesting to see Ireland go one up in the series and see see if New Zealand could chase it down and and win the series coming from behind. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, uh, positive notes for Ireland. I mean, Harry Tector scored 100, 117 of 127 balls. It was an impressive knock. Um, there's there's contributions down the order of Bill Bainey and people, Bainey and people like that. So um, yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I, I'd probably looking to play. I think the, the the odds for the match look about right. If I was having a bet on the game, I'd probably look at something like um, a derivative market, top batsman or top bowler. Okay, let's talk about top batsman, top bowler then. A little bit of a data set for you on Paul Sterling. He's probably Ireland's most well-known batter, isn't he? Because he's got uh, franchise contracts all over the place. I don't think he's ever had a crack at the IPL, but very, very consistent player. Uh, it doesn't look like your archetypal modern-day cricketer, does he, uh, Paul Sterling? But very, very strong record. Around about plus 275, we expect him to be on top island, on scorer line. I think that puts him very, very close on win rate. But his form's been a little bit disappointing, so uh, we've got to take that into account. Um, looking towards the middle order, you've mentioned Harry Tector, another player, we like uh, is Curtis Kampfer, very, very decent striker of the ball in the middle order, protected from any da- damage that New Zealand do with the new ball. Uh, and looking at the Kiwis, I quite like Phil, um, uh, Glenn Phillips, John, in the middle order as well. I think he's an underrated player, a little bit underused by New Zealand. I'd like to see him back further up. Uh, Martin Guptill is in this side, opening the batting, but he's always been prohibitively short for me. He's got nowhere near on win rate, by the way, and he's going to be going off very, very short indeed. So Phillips perhaps at around about plus 400, plus 450. Uh, what about you, John? Anyone you like or loathe particularly? On- no, no. I, I mean, I concur with you with Martin Guptill. Guptil. I mean, Martin Guptill has been playing ODI cricket for 14 years. He's got an average of 40. Um and uh, in that, I think he got back in the day. He got he got a big score. I think he got two hundred and thirty-seven not out. So that that probably um, this sort of like makes his average probably inflated really. So I agree with you. I think he's he'll be he'll be too short. Someone like Latham maybe at the top of the order, um, Young. Um, but I say, I mean, I, I agree with you. If you go further down, I mean, I, I'd like to see Glenn Phillips about higher up the order. I'm sure if it was the T20 match, he'd be he'd be a lot higher. Uh, Sterling again for Ireland. He's more of a C20 player, isn't he? I think what you've got to look at with these particular markets, the top batsmen, is what, what you expect um, the score to be. Now, if we were saying that Mullahy is usually round about 290, 295, very, very small ground. So then you're expecting your top batsmen to score probably about 80, maybe 80, 100. So I would be looking for someone that probably that can bat a bit deeper, someone like uh, Balbani, uh, some 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 Balbani or someone like that. Um, Sterling, yeah, I mean he, he can come off, he can get an eighty or ninety very very quickly, but probably in ODI cricket compared to T Twenty cricket, you're probably looking for someone that can bat conventionally uh, to win these this the top batsman market. And unlike with T Twenty cricket, when you can get a quick a quick forty or fifty and win it. 
And that'll be the theme throughout all three games, I think. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, when you're looking at ODI top batsmen, you're looking for someone that's going to get 100, really, and, and that, that conversion rate. That's what I'll be looking to. So, so probably someone like, um, yeah, for, for, New, for New Zealand, someone like a Latham or, or someone like that. Um, and, and for Ireland, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd probably, stick, I'd probably stick with Harry, Harry Tector, really. I mean, he's got, he's got 100 in the last game. I'd probably stick with him. Uh, Ed. Yeah, well, I mean, form is holding for these top bats at the moment, uh, and that may well have something to do with just so many flat pitches we're seeing mm-hmm. around the world. Let's give you a bit of an in-play uh, strategy on that top run scorer market for New Zealand, because Glenn Phillips is such a fast scorer. We may get double his price in play. Phillips is definitely the type of player who can make up... Uh, a big gap on the top run scorer. If he's 40 or 50 behind, he can come in a bit later. And he's such a fast scorer and it's such a small ground, he could well make up a big gap. So just bear that one in mind. Great stuff. That is Ireland versus New Zealand done for you. Don't forget our best picks come at the end of the show. John and I are going to pick two each, so don't miss it. Stay tuned. Also, do give us a follow on youtube give us a like give us some love uh, also do that on the podcast producer of your choice we'd appreciate it let's move on to an absolute whopper of a game england versus india odi it's from the oval in south london it's also on tuesday uh, this was an absolutely terrific game uh, john and I, i'm pretty sure the bet rivers money line is not going to be able to separate these two it's a pick and a fail most likely minus 110 each team who's going to win this game, John? Well, at the odds, I'd probably fancy England, um, basically because they're world champions. Um, they're bringing three players back into the fold that are part of that World Cup winning side: uh, Roots, Stokes, and Bearstow. And I think what we said in the, in, in the first on the first game, Ed, is that when, when you when you're talking about ODI cricket, you're talking about guys that can score hundreds. I mean, the over will be a, 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 even though it's a day night, it'll be a High scoring affair. It's usually pretty much a true wicket. The average score at the over is like two fifty. I expect it to be higher in this particular contest because both both teams have got star-studded batting lineups. And you look at the conversion rates of some of the players that are going to be playing. Like Bearstow scored like ten ODI centuries. Root's got sixteen. Butler's got ten. And in the Indian side, you got you know Virat Kohli. Although he hasn't scored any runs for quite a long time. Yeah, he's got 43 ODI hundreds, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And and, and the likes of Shikha Darwin got 17. Um, Rohit Sharma, I think he's got 20 plus. You know, the runs on offer here. So I think you're looking at runs, high runs, uh, probably between, I would say, about 280, 300 will probably be a winning score on this particular wicket. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And I think England's weak link is going to be the bowling. Uh, with Adil Rashid not being available, he wasn't available in the T20 um, series and he's not available here. I think they'll miss him desperately. And also the seam, seam attack. If you look at England's seam attack, you've got the likes of Reese Topley, David Willey, um, Craig Overton. But you are going to miss the likes of Wood, um, Joffre Archer, who are two members of that World Cup, and, and, and Chris Wokes, three members of that World Cup winning side. So I think England's bowling is probably going to be their weak link. Um, but I do expect them to get a big score, though, Ed. Yeah, I think I'm with you on a big score. Uh, looking at these two bowling lineups, India are without 
just picked Boomer, and even with Boomer over the last three years, their economy rate in ODI, so that's the average runs per over that India concede over that time, is very, very high at 5.9. That is really quite eye-wateringly high for a team of India's calibre. That would point to big runs, as does the oval pitch. It can be very, very flat. And the weather in London over the last few weeks has been well, it's been very, very hot indeed. So the, the pitch is going to be baked and it's going to be hard and it's going to be flat. And that generally means lots and lots of runs. Uh, you're right to mention England's weak bowling attack, really worried about their bowling attack. I think this is going to be one of those games where the team which bats first is going to go very big indeed. And you're going to see a big gap open up on the prices. However, don't be surprised if the chase is on. These are two batting units. Uh, India, masters of the chase in white ball format. So you could be looking at big prices in play on that team batting second on your Bet Rivers money line. So make a note of that one. John, let's look at players who we might um, look to bet with uh, for runs, for wickets. Um, can I point you towards Johnny Bairstow at potentially Absolutely. big prices? I think Absolutely. he's going to open the batting for sure here. Um, His confidence. His confidence there must be sky high, mustn't it? I mean, you'd think, well, England have done this this season in the test arena, you know, the, the, the four test matches and um, the likes of Stokes, uh, Root and, uh, and Bairstow coming into this squad must be sort of like huge confidence. I mean, Bairstow, his conversion rate, is, I think he's got one of the best conversion rates uh, for, for uh, ODI centuries. Um, I think he, it's, it's really about 47% or something like that. So, yeah, top of the order will be Roy and, um, and Bairstow. Um, probably maybe Route 3, uh, then you've got, um, you know, Butler, Livingston. You've got, you've got quite, and, and in Stokes, you, you, so you've got a real, you know, not just not just good batters, but people that can score big runs. I mean, um, not just a quick 20 or 30, you know, these, these guys can score big runs. People forget, I mean, everyone forgets about Joe Root, you know, 28 test centuries and you know, 10,000 test runs, but he's a very good ODI player as well. You know, he scored 16 ODI centuries, which was nothing, nothing to be sneezed at. So, yeah, I'd be looking for someone like Bairstow or, or Root to be top England batsman, someone that can convert. Uh, I think I think you're looking at someone who's probably going to have to get a century to win this market, Ed. Yeah, and I think you probably do want them in, actually, reasonably yes. early. We're talking yeah. about that Ireland versus New Zealand game, and we're talking about someone who could come <clears> in late and make up a big gap. I don't think that's going to happen here. Uh, particularly with this England lineup, because they're so quick, all of them, aren't they? And uh, referencing that is Ben Stokes, who probably might get plus 600, plus, seven, plus 700. Now, in the day, World Cup uh, era, three years ago, three, four years ago, uh, we'd have been all over that price on Ben Stokes, but he was batting at five then, and we think he's going to bat at number six here. So although it does look chunky, we're a little bit put off by where he's going to bat. Um, but Bairstow, you mentioned, John, four wins in his last 12 on this market. So he's going to be value. They're not going to go short enough, Bet Rivers. So that's a little bit of an insight for you. What about Top India bat? There's a potential uh, rick going on with your batting order. Rishabh Pant could well open the batting here, John, uh, yeah. because they're trying to find room for another bowler because... Uh, I've got their possible lineup down. They've only got five bowlers, but if they pick Pant as an opener, 
and don't play Shikha Dawan, they could find room for another bowler and they may well need it on this pitch. Anybody you like or dislike again? Yeah, well, the, only, the only thing I would say about Shikha Darwin, Shikha Darwin has got a, a very good record at the Oval. He's got a lot of runs at the Oval. He's got, I think he scored over 440 uh, runs, uh, ODI runs at the Oval. And I think the fact that uh, KRL is injured, he, he's out. He, he, he's had a groin operation. He's not in the side. I think they need someone conventional at the top of the order to sort of like play that rock role. So I'm hoping that Chicka Darwin does play because he'd be my bet, really, because I think you you have someone that's going to have to stay there and 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 have some someone bat around him. And also, let, let's be honest about it. Although he's you, you couldn't back him on form at the moment, but Virat Kohli is overdue, isn't he? I mean, ridiculously overdue. I mean, recording ODI cricket is unbelievable. I mean, let's talk about him not getting into the not not having the good enough form to get into the World Cup, although it's 2020, not getting into the World Cup side, but he desperately needs a score. So um, yeah, someone like him. Again, I, I go back to what I said with the England. I think I think hundreds going to win it. You know, you think in the in the T20 games there, um, Sky got a hundred to win it in a 2020 game. So I, I don't see this being any different than 50 overs. I think you're going to have to score a hundred to win this particular market. So I would say Shikhar Darwin. Um, maybe Virat Kohli, um, someone that's capable of doing that with with their conversion rate and what they've done in in, in the past. I won't be backing someone that's never never scored a hundred. Um, so that's that's what I'll be looking at. Uh, Richard Pant, yeah, I mean, he's just going to be a well beater, isn't he? He's going to he's going to carry the baton from Kohli, I think, going forward. I mean, especially in T Twenty cricket, but I'm not not too sure about the ODI. But um, yeah, I'll be backing Shikhar Darwin. Actually, I'm probably going against you, Ed. Okay. Fair enough. I'll I'll take that one on the chin, John. Um, I think England versus India uh, from the Oval on Tuesday is done. That gets a big tick from John and I. Best picks still to come. We still got one more game to decipher for you. It's West Indies versus Bangladesh. It's another ODI. It's from Providence, Guyana, uh, Wednesday. Bangladesh likely to be going off plus 200. They've been outsiders throughout this tour in the Caribbean, but they did get a win under their belt finally in that first ODI. Um, and irritatingly for us, John, we highlighted Indeed. Bangladesh doing well on this very surface uh, in the T20 because we thought it would be a slow, low wicket and that would help their spinners and reduce the gulf between the two teams. However, it proved to be true in the ODI rather than the T20. How do you see this one going? I think it would be forgotten that West Indies are a good T20 side, but it doesn't convert into ODI. Really, really poor record. And these two sides are well-matched in terms of form and head-to-head. Are you betting Bangladesh at plus 200 here? Because I think think they should be closer in the betting. I I, I I totally agree. I mean, I think what we said in the previous show is that if ever if ever Bangladesh were going to get anything out of this tour, it'd be on this particular venue. You know, a low a low scoring, a slow pitch that probably gets slower. Um, you know, you look at the average score at, um, in in ODI cricket at, at Guyana. You're talking about two twenty, and there's been some low scores as well. You know, West Indies have been bowled out for less than hundred on this particular track. So I agree with you. It's it's a bit of a leveler. Um, in that first one, first match, um, Shai Hope, who's um, you know West Indies' best ODI player, current ODI player, I think he's got twelve ODI centuries. He was out for naught in that first game. So yeah, I mean, 
everything went in their favour, Bangladesh. They won the toss. It was, it was, there was um, a restricted game to 41 overs. Uh, they, they skittled Westings out for a cheap score and, and they got it quite convincingly. So had everything in their favour. But I agree with you. I mean, if, if, if they're ever going to, you know, this, this is their chance really now. Now they're one up in this series and the next venue is, is at the, the next game's at the same venue. I, I think the odds should be a little bit close together, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd be looking to back Bangladesh at anything like that, um, that sort of price. Um, and, and probably look at the West Indies, probably look, look at some, maybe some top, top batsmen to, uh, also. Okay, bringing up top batsmen, uh, John. Um, thanks for mentioning Shy Hope, uh, Golden Duck. I was on him at <laughs> the uh, to top score. Look, he is the most reliable guy um, in this market. Um, beside Yanni Milan, I think Yanni Milan's uh, South African over just pips him on win rate uh, for how often batsmen win top run scorer market in the innings of their individual team. So Shy Hope, if he's going off plus 275, which he probably will with Bet Rivers, it is a value bet on win rate. And he's remarkably consistent. Uh, look, he just got a good one first up. Mr. Kassir. Yeah. Uh, castled him, didn't he? Bowled him. Um, so we're hoping that Shy Hope is going to go better this time round. Uh, uh, Bangladesh, I've got a fancy for Afif Hussain. He doesn't really have much to beat. Look, Bangladesh are without Shakib Al Hassan, who was very good in T20, just doesn't fancy playing his ODI leg, so he's gone home. That's his want. Um, there's not much to bet, beat here apart from Tamim Iqbal, who's probably the best. Better. And look, you're probably getting plus 550, plus 600 on Afif with Bet Rivers. Uh, anybody you like here, John? No, I mean, Tammy, Tammy Nickwell would be my pick because he, you know, the way he batted in that first game, he, you know, he got a quick 30, which which, had, which ended up being competitive until Mamadoula got some runs back at, at the end of the inning. So probably one of those two, really. I mean, that's what I'll, I'll be looking to play. But I think. Unlike those first two games we we previewed, Ed, I mean, you're probably looking at maybe 40 winning win, win the, the Bangladesh top bat. I mean, I, I can't see anyone there getting getting a big, big score. So, yeah, so around about 50, 40 or 50 will probably win this particular market. So someone like Mamadoula or, you know, Tamir Bell or something like that. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't have a strong opinion. Yeah, good stuff. On that point, look out for Mehdi Hassan Miraz. Really be careful, check your names. Is Mehdi Hassan Miraz. There is a Mehdi Hassan for Bangladesh. Could be confusing, but um, Mehdi Hassan Miraz is your man, MHM. Uh, you could get very, very, very big numbers on him in the, in the thousands, plus 2,000, something like that, for him, top Bangladesh run score. And as John says, 40 could win it. That is a big tick for Bangladesh West Indies. And it's a big tick for all three of the games we've covered. Just time to say, do give us a follow on Twitter. John would love to hear from you. At John Wright 15 I'd love to hear from you. At Cricket Betting on Twitter. We want to hear about your picks and how your betting is going on the Cricket on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Now this is the time you've been waiting for. It's our best picks for these three games. John, do you want to go first and steal the value before I get to it? What are your best well, two picks? The, the 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 value for me on on the England game might be might be the man of the match market, and the reason I say that is because 
England's bowling is quite weak. And even if you look at in games recently where England have dominated games like in Holland, they usually play, they usually bowl seven bowlers. So the likes of um, Moen Ali and Liam Livingston, I wouldn't be surprised if they bowled five or six overs, Ed, really. So um, so they, they, they're batters as well. So they've got probably two bites at the cherry to win that market. So I was looking at the man of the match market and, you know, plus... Plus sixteen hundred, plus fourteen hundred. Moen Ali and um, Liam and Livingston, I thought was probably a little bit of value, because if 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 a hundred doesn't win it, top batsman, then someone like a Livingston could get sixty or fifty or sixty, but he could could get a couple of wickets as well. And the same with Moen Ali. And the reason I say that because England's bowling, his, his conventional bowling, you look at it, was it Sam Curran, Reese Topley, David Willey. I mean, one of them could go around the park. So you could look, at, you could be looking at someone like a Moen Ali or a Liam Livingston actually bowling a few overs. So I thought that was where I, I'd have the value. So Liam Livingston to be man of the match, I would have a bet on that. Uh, plus, I think it's plus sixteen hundred. I think is that right? Sixteen hundred. Uh, yeah, sixteen thousand, isn't it? I think, but um, yeah, yeah, that, that does sound like. Uh, uh, a good pick. Anybody else, John, for your final uh, the, 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 Yeah, the other one would be, uh, I, I, I just like this bowler so much, is Akil Hussain for, 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 for West Indies. Top bowler. I mean, again, in ODIs, his conversion rate is so high and he's their best white ball bowler. He's going to get the pitch in his favour. Um, he hasn't got wickets, a lot of wickets in the last couple of matches. So I'm hoping that he might get a little bit of value and he'd maybe drift out, but he is their best white ball bowler. Um, so him to be top bowler, at anything above 350, I would be looking to back. Akil was saying top West Indian bowler in, in West Indies versus Bangladesh. That'd be my two bets, Ed. Great stuff. So my two picks for you on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show this time, we're going to go Shy Hope, top West Indies run scorer versus Bangladesh on Wednesday. Plus 275. And then we're going to go Johnny Bairstow, top England run scorer in England versus India in the ODI. From Tuesday, uh, we may get plus 350, plus 400 on that one. That wraps it up for this edition of the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Thanks, John. We'll see you next time. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network.